Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, 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 Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 115. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P, Kaplan America, on Twitter. Also, we're on Instagram. Kaplan America on Instagram, Lost in America, and Turner Sparks. Yes. Find us. On the podcast today, we have us. And we have some surprise guests. Surprise guests. Coming in. So we Kaplan's- can't announce them because it's a surprise. It's a surprise. So this is the last them. episode of 2018. Happy 2018, everybody. It was a everybody. great year, I'm sure, for everybody. I had a great, great year for the world. It was a great, great year, for- year. I had a wonderful quarter. My fourth quarter it was fantastic. Fourth- <laughs> That's what you're supposed to say if you want to sound rich. Right. I've learned. Like, clearly, you didn't have your money in the stock market. So Yeah, you don't talk was- about your year. <laughs> the money's been crumbling. You talk about your quarter. Talk about the quarter. All right. Year I- end I- dressing, they call it. It was great. Yeah. People- you don't even have to go further than that. People just just think you're rich if you just speak like that. All right. I'm going to use that. In 2019, I'm going to use that tip. Yeah. I'm, Talk I'm, I'm, about the quarter. I'm looking at a great first quarter. Yeah. 2019. <laughs> the, when they ask how the podcast's doing, we say our quarter, our fourth quarter numbers are up. They were That's right. what you do. You don't That's just say how many say. subscribers we have now. Yes. Because it's all about expectation. So next, we'll have a report where Nickram says how many subscribers you guys got. We're trending up. Trending up. First quarter numbers. A beat expectations. We beat Bam. expectations Keep on the pod. Keep giving us that money, Nickram. Cap, so we're going to do, on this podcast, we're going to get give out awards later. That's why we have surprise guests. We don't even know who the, who the guests are because what's, here's what's going to happen. We have to read the nominees yeah. for these awards, and then we have to open the envelope. Right. And we then had, wh- whoever wins has to come, and we, they have to We voted. Who, we had a team of people voting on this stuff earlier. We had a team. And yeah, Randy, we did. Randy Lee's behind the glass, counting up. So should we give the people, let's give them what the awards are, I mean the, the categories right okay. now. Okay. So category one. Is the Alt Middle Award. The most Alt Middle. The most Alt Middle guest we've had all year. Which is a political term for those who are new to the pod. Yeah, we have the Alt Right. You got uh, the Alt Left. You got Antifa over there. <laughs> We're sick of both of you them. We're the Alt Middle. Centrist, but that's not the same as Alt Middle. No, so. Alt Middle is we hate everybody. Hate everybody. Centrists want to bring everyone together. Centrists want to yeah, compromise. We, yeah, we don't believe no that. Compromise. <laughs> No, zero compromise. <laughs> we just hate everyone. So we have we're gonna give our nominees later and right. then we'll give our winner and then the winner will come on into the to the studio or we'll call them we'll have to call on who they are. No one's here. And then finally 
The, oh, no, two more. We have the Alcoholic pod- of the Year. Oh, no, that's a different contest. <laughs> we have Pod Bump Award. Pod Bump, yes. So what happens is people come on our podcast, guests come on our podcast, and there's been this trend we've noticed that once they leave, immediately their career gets yeah, a We've bump. had a lot of losers come on, and they leave, and they become winners. They become winners, right? So yes. many, though. I, it was hard to get three nominees because we had more than that. Well, we can read more. There can yeah. be more than there's three nominees, nominees for that nominees. one. There's going to be a lot. And so I'm excited to see who that who wins that one. Yeah, that's going to be big. We'll see what's in that envelope, Randy <laughs> Lee. And then finally, we have sponsor of the year. Sponsor of the year. That's a so, heated category. Listen, we've had so many different sponsors. <laughs> yeah. We have. We got Laugh Pass, which we're going to get to. We got Sue. We got Amazon Studio. We got Amazon. We have Ints. It's all over the place. So we're going to read that. That'll and uh, and we'll see who wins that. All right. Very exciting. <laughs> but should Be- we? I hope Bezos is by the phone. Ready for the award. <laughs> well, yeah. He might be. I think he's waiting outside. <laughs> he's in Long Island City, so uh, he'll yeah. be, he can shoot his way over. But, Cap, speaking of sponsors, let's yeah. get to our first sponsor. This is not part of the competition. This is just we do have a sponsor. Laugh Pass, everybody. Laugh Pass is run by Stand Up New York Comedy Club. That is one of the premier comedy clubs in New York the City. The premier. The premier comedy club in New York City, which makes it the premier comedy club in the world. Right, yes. New York City is the home of stand-up comedy. If you live in New York City, this is for you. If you come to New York City often, this is for you. If you have a relative or a friend or a colleague that comes to New York City often, this is for you to give to them. Yeah, last-second gift here. Lap Pass is a basically it's a year-long membership to stand-up New York comedy clubs. So stand-up New York has sta- uh, shows every single night of the week, seven nights a week, multiple shows. We do our live podcast there. We've done that a few times in the past. I perform there quite regularly. Also, some of the biggest comedians in the world are there. Jerry Seinfeld drops in there. Uh, Chris Rock j- drops in there. Kevin Hart was there not too long ago. Bill Burr goes there. Everybody. A lot of our guests go there, so you hear a them. A lot all- of our guests. Ronnie Chang. When these people are in New York City, a lot of them live here. They're at Stand Up New York. So what you get for a hundred and thirty, the regular price is one hundred and fifty nine dollars. But for our listeners, you and you, if you put in the Lost in America, one word, Lost in America at checkout, you get it twenty dollars off, one hundred and thirty nine bucks. For twelve month twelve month membership, twelve months in a year, twelve months in a year. Exactly. <laughs> One year membership. This ain't the Chinese calendar. <laughs> yeah, I think they have twelve months also. Oh, okay, so you get access to unlimited shows at Stand Up New York for you. Really unlimited? Unlimited. If I want to go every day of the year. I can do this. Yeah, it's not like one a month or two a month. It's oh as God. many as you want throughout the year. You could go to every single one if you want. Then you also get a free ticket for a friend to come with you. So now you get one ticket, you get two tickets. So you, because you don't want to go by yourself. No, nobody wants to go to a comedy club by themselves. No, but you can go by yourself if you want. Yeah, you I don't can. Want to discourage you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get VIP seating at every single show. Right. So you can in the front sit row. wherever you want. I think it's in the front or it's wherever you want. Maybe I you get to choose, so you don't want to be in. You know, some people don't want to be get picked on. Exactly. They have a cool little balcony. Maybe you can sit oh, there. Yeah. Feel like a, a a royalty. Feel like John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes. I mean Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then they've been assassination three, free though since like 1803 at Stand Up New York. So yeah. don't, don't get, don't, I don't want to get anyone alarmed. Assassination free. It's right on the yeah. front door <laughs> when you walk in. <laughs> then we're not done there. You get a free drink at every, every single time you go to a show. Is that right? Yeah, you get a free drink upon <laughs> arrival at every show. Yeah. This is a crazy deal. Free ticket for, for you, free ticket for your friend, a free drink, then a bottle of wine on the if you go during the week of your birthday. So you make sure to go on your birthday. Go on your birthday. You don't even have to go that night. You and it's great. You'll get friends to come because now they don't have to buy you drinks because you're getting that bottle of wine. Exactly. You're bringing them out. So. And finally, this is the important one. You get direct alerts anytime a big name, name comic's going to drop in. So they'll usually tell them an hour before when Cap and I go. We when say, Cap hey, 
you know, we're on the, uh, we're across the street at the Cuban Chinese restaurant, and we're going to be coming Warm over. Up. You'll get a boom. You'll get an alert. Yeah. Cap and Turner are on the way. When CK's ready to pop in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anybody. So, Chappelle, whoever shows up there, they'll tell you in advance. I wonder what the line is on a big name. I wonder who. Uh, it's below us go to uh, we will put the link to their website in our liner notes of this podcast but you can just go to stand up new york website and you'll find it there all right cap should we get to lost in america play the music All right, we're back. Kaplan, for the last time in 2018, you're lost in America. No, What's to, up? I get to close. You're closing us the out. year of lost in Americas. Yeah, well, I've a lot of people have been, you know, we're in winter now. We're about to start, Teddy's about to start basketball season, my son. Yes. Which I'm very excited about. Ooh. You know why I'm most excited that he's going to start playing basketball? Why? Think about it. Drop step. Drop. <laughs> he's got a good drop step? It's a sport. I know something about. Yes, unlike soccer. Uh, he's been doing, he's been a couple, three seasons of soccer. So I've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> you haven't figured I it out? I was the head coach for two of those seasons. <laughs> and I never, I still haven't figured it out. Did but, you guys, are you, have you won a game? Did you ever well, win a game? So we just finished our last season. In the, soccer. The Bolts, the Lightning Bolts. They sure. finished a year. Go Bolts. And a few things were different this season. You didn't coach. Number one, I did not coach. They had a head coach who was, uh, I never asked him where he was from, but he had an accent. I think he Perfect. was Australian. He wasn't. Uh, Quite British. That's the one country that's not better than us at soccer. <laughs> no, if you have any sort of accent, you're better than us at soccer. I don't know if that's true. I think true. any soccer. Uh, I honestly think it's anything except Australian. But was he better? He was better, yes. Okay, he so he was, must have been He English. was like running like drills and knew how to play and knew what to, was giving them pep talks. But <laughs> he didn't give pep But he was also a little bit violating the rules of the league and that he was playing... Um, he was, I was very obsessed with the even distribution of minutes because that was a big thing. Oh, that's a lo- that's would, loser talk. He would find like good lineups and go run with them. And sure. Throw, and you know, so we ended the season with two wins. Nice. Now I didn't. I, I missed the first one. So take that into the offseason. Take, <laughs> take that. I have never. I, I the final game of the year. I saw him, or the second last game of the year. I saw him win, which is the first time I had attended a win in three seasons. <laughs> oh my god. So I was a sure. But um. So anyway, um. I we get to the last game of the season. And a couple of notes. One is that Teddy, I'm going to give him credit here. He led the league in team in minutes played. He, because you know, my big fear going in is I thought, I thought he's like you kept track of that. Well, I kept track in my head because <laughs> you know he's always had this problem where he's very difficult. He's like crying, he falls, he's a big flopper, bad attitude. This year he wasn't flopping as much. The new ref, they're real referees. That's the other thing. We had real referees. Okay. And other kids, they like were whining this and that. He just stayed in there, just plugged away. Nice. So I was very proud of that. But anyway. Um, the end of the year, they win. The, they, after the game's over, they get a, a uh, they have trophies, right? This is the big thing. Your big team ceremony. You get a trophy. They start handing them out to everyone, and Teddy just looks at me and he says, "Why am I getting a trophy?" Like, and as they're handing it to him, and he doesn't even smile for the picture. He goes, "We lost today. We had lost to the orange team." Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it's like, oh well, everybody gets trophies for playing hard. The trophy generation. You didn't tell. Well, I didn't tell. I say everyone gets trophies because you played hard. And it's like not everybody plays hard. Why do they? Everyone gets trophies. How do they know everybody played hard? And now I'm I'm in this weird spot where I have to defend participation trophies. Is the trophy so, generation over? Well, maybe are they he, older than him? Is he too young? Yeah, he's he's for um, the trophy generation. He, yeah, he's 
I think it's gone the other way where he's going to lead the resistance to the to the thing. Because yeah, like wow. I even said to him at one point, because uh, he's playing by, by my point when he's playing all these minutes and stuff, and other kids are coming out because they're hurt and they're this, they're crying, they hurt their elbow. They're, I'm like Teddy, I'm really proud of you. Play, you played like every minute. Your coach wanted you in there. You were really tough. And he said, "What does tough mean?" He's got a pretty big vocabulary. Try to explain what tough is. And I said, "You know, you're not a wimp." And he said, "What's a wimp?" And I'm like, "Am I violating rules? Are you not, like, do they not use these words anymore? Wimp, tough? Like, is this like?" How has he never learned tough? Because you're right. I know he has a strong vocabulary. Yeah, he doesn't know wimp. Like they don't call you a wimp. Like you don't call. I don't want to be like you don't pick on kids and call them wimps. You know. Well, you call him. What did you say? You're a Nancy. You're a wuss. Like, oh, <laughs> I know a Nancy. Yeah. So I didn't know how to explain that, and I didn't know what to do with the, uh, you know, the trophy. I was like trying to sell him. Like, would you should I sell him on it, or should I run with the, my kid's going to be the anti-participation trophy kid? Well, what does his friends think? What are the other kids? How they react? They like the trophies. They're all like... excited by the trophies. Oh, Most okay. of these kids. So it's not a generation. And we got yeah, we got home. Ruby cried because she didn't get a trophy. I was like, you oh, weren't even wow. on the team. Oh yeah. Then she cried in <laughs> gymnastics class because they gave her a medal, not a trophy. She, oh my gosh. So this tro- participation trophy thing works. It's like getting your kid a toy that weekend. Well, like, it's like why it's the I voted sticker for kids. <laughs> it's exactly. Adults love a participation trophies. Yeah, you could argue that trophy though had a bigger effect on like someone's kid's life than the stoop than voting. Sure. Especially the sticker. <laughs> but, yeah, but it gives people that same false sense that of accomplishment. same like, rush of dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am superior. Yes. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, the next soccer season is in April. I've got some time to mull if I want to return to the bench. So, what do you think? Do I run with the participation trophy? Do I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do I shit on them? Do I not put them up in the mantles at home? Do I say, you're right, Teddy? Well, you say Ruby, you win some more games. Ruby wants one and Teddy doesn't want one. Yeah, maybe if Teddy didn't want one, you could tell him how many games he has to win until he gets a trophy. Yeah. Then That's he'll... what it should be. It's like bowl season. Yeah. So college football <laughs> bowls, too many teams get in. Participation I trophies agreed, now. Agreed. <laughs> but at least you have to have six wins. Yeah. So you should have to be a 50-50 uh, Little League soccer team to get a trophy. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But then again, I'm from the participation trophy generation. When I was a kid, I'm 35, 36. We've been doing these for a while. I remember we got a trophy every year, but I think we were good every year. No, I used to get the Sportsmanship Award, which was like the original participation trophy, but there was yes. only one guy. It was like, this guy Best was the most, the most participation on the team because I was not a wimp. I was tough. I was like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> diving Set on, screens. Diving for loose balls and <laughs> yeah. boxing out and showing up running the suicide. So, so. now he's playing basketball. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'll have some reports. I'm very excited to see how the coaches are in basketball, if they're teaching them zone. You know, man to man principles. Teaching a man to man defense. What, what I love, what, I don't know if love's the right word, but I don't understand about uh, Little League basketball and golf is you're <laughs> they're similar in the sense that you're very similar demographics. You're giving it to you're teaching five year olds, six year olds how to play, but you're not giving them a court or a course that's to their length. So there, a kid's five years old. He's still supposed to hit a two hundred fifty yard drive. Like, there's no way he's going to get a par on a. Well, par I think four. the baskets might be lowered. I'm assuming. Oh, they didn't do that for us. I think for six year olds, like no one could even throw it that. Because we have a local hoop in the neighborhood that's like, I think eight feet, and he can just reach it. Like he can get it in. Oh, okay. And that's like as high as he can throw it. So I hope so. I don't know what's going to happen. They yeah. they told us to buy a ball, and it, it's um it's like I didn't know this, but a college basketball is like one inch smaller than an NBA one. 
But that's it. I was like, that still seems too big for a six-year-old. Exactly. That's the yeah. baller record. I didn't I did. know uh, that either, but everything's too big. So, yeah, so, it, it'll be fun to report back. Yeah. And uh, Teddy's remember, even said it to me when I was coaching. He said, you know, you should coach basketball because you don't know what you're talking about with soccer. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so sorry. All right. Should we? Oh, wait. Let's go to our next sponsor. We have so many coming in. They're just rolling in off the. Amazon, guys. Oh, Amazon. Amazon's been supporting us all year. People are against this whole uh, Jeff Bezos to Long Island City thing. We are for it. We're going to lead a rally in Long Island City. I think we should lead one in the new year for Amazon. Yeah, we're pro-Amazon. I have an idea. I think that if you want to do Amazon in New York City, fine. But everyone who lives in New York City should get an Echo, an Amazon Echo, and it, but not a machine, like a real person. <laughs> we should all have a real person that lives real. in our house. We name, we call him Echo. Yeah. And we're like, hey, Echo, go get me a uh, sandwich. And I thought then, you were going to say that's like for immigrants. They have to like earn their way in. It's like an internship oh, man, program. I didn't say that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Kaplan. No, I want it to be a cisgender white guy. A cisgender white guy. So nobody gets hurt. Okay. So it's above board. All right. As make... long as it's a cisgender white guy. You notice I didn't say Alexa because that would be a woman. We can't have it be a woman. Can't be Boston Alexa. Right? Cisgender... I'm offended by that. Six foot tall, white guy. <laughs> Six foot tall. Blonde hair, blue as As this generic game. as possible. All right. I don't, so everybody can feel good. I don't about, want a blonde six foot man in my house. Blossing him around. <laughs> but that's you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my idea. So, anyway, on Amazon. Amazon, if you want to support the pod, uh, go to, you're doing your holiday shopping. We got, listen, Christmas by this point has already happened. Merry Christmas, everybody. But you got New Year's. People get, uh, buy fireworks on Amazon if they have them. <laughs> go to, go to lostinamericapod.com. Also on Lost America Pod, you can see all of our episodes. You can watch, you can listen to them all. You can look at pictures. Go to lostinamericapod.com in the upper right hand corner. There's Audrey Murray's book. Click on that book. It'll take you back to Amazon. Do your regular shopping. A percentage of that comes to uh, percentage of what you spend comes to us. We make a little bit of scratch. A little bit of scratch. That's all we're after, guys. All we want. Just want to keep the lights on. Keep them on. So that's it, Cap. Should we get to our guests? Let's bring them in. Bring us in. <laughs> We're back, Kaplan. Before we get to these um, awards, which I'm very excited about, and I know that uh, the, uh, uh, producer Randy Lee is fi- doing the final tally. He's, yeah, he's got the accounting firm in there. He's got sure Yeah, what are they called? They're called Cohen, Strauss, and Lee. <laughs> <laughs> or no, and They're I- back there crunching the numbers, so that's coming soon. But before we get to that, we got to talk about, we promised it last week, we got to talk about this holiday party we yeah, had at my which, house. Which, let's just give it an award with no other nominees for holiday party of the year. Holiday party of the year, far and away. Yeah. Holiday party of the year. It was fan. We might have to start doing this every year. Actually, we had a lot of people asking, yay, and is this a yearly tradition? We're like, it is starting now. Now it is. Because we had the best of the best came out for that. Let's get, (laughs) let's go through the list. We had you. We had Weber. Best of the best. And his, uh, his girlfriend. Well, I mean, he didn't, we, if we had the guy who wrote, call me the Oscar winning movie that year, he would have been the best of the best. Weber was nominated. Oscar nominated (laughs) uh, writer, Michael H. Weber and his girlfriend, Allie and their dog. Um, and then we had uh, Joe Schaefer. Archie. The Ar- dog's, the name, dog's name Archie. Out. We had comedian Joe Schaefer and his girlfriend. Uh, and then we had Gus Tate. Comedian Gus Tate was there. We had Blue Shirt. Blue, lawyer pod, pod Lawyer. Yeah. And his uh, wife and, and child. Wife and child. And, and then a ton of other friends were there who have not been on the podcast. Am I missing anyone from the pod? Paul... Uh... Paul Johnson. Paul Johnson, Paul Johnson, Paul Johnson, and girlfriend were there. It was great. It was, and then we had fifteen, twenty other friends, something like that. So much fun. 
Uh, I had... I have some observation, but do you want to start? First, first of all, I'll just say that I got hammered. You got hammered. I got hammered. And the and reviews I... of me were great. Yeah. <laughs> been, they've been coming in all week. Are there people writing in reviews? Yeah, the reviews <laughs> of my drunkenness yeah. were off the charts. Well, I mean, you were drinking like rum out of Like, you poured me like a handle of rum right before I was about to drive home. Yeah, because <laughs> it was such. It was something from like Nicaragua, some kind of rum, uh, Playa del Caro or something. Oh, but... I don't know. It was, you know, when you get to that point where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm decently buzzed, but I've been well, drinking for party. three or four hours. It's my party. Yeah. That's what you do, and yeah. you know, and you know what the key to your buzz was. Let me let me pat myself on the pack. I got sure. it. I got it rolling. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought. I, had, I was gonna bring it on the pod. It was a little holiday uh, cheer. I was gonna give you on the podcast a little booze. Yes. But then I thought you're having a party. I should bring it to that. It was this uh, Vladi Divots uh, gluten free beer. Genius. <laughs> With like Vladi Abs- on the bo- on the cover. It had a picture of Vladi Divac on it, and, and, and it's gluten free. It's gluten free. So, so it was all I could do. Both of the Sacramento c- Kings plus gluten free. That's me. So I thought it would be perfect. You had a few, and then you switched to the rum, and away you went. It was those those beers were a big hit too, because yeah. my friend Matt from Sacramento was at the party. A lot of confused eyeballs, and, he, and we were like, "Where is is this beer from Sacramento?" And you're like, "No, it's, it's from, from Allentown, PA." Is, is it from Allentown, PA? Yep, it's a it's a but meter. it's Vladi Diaz in a Sacramento Kings jersey. Yeah, baffling. It's a it's a 76ers inside joke, but it was it was fun. To- well, here's the thing about these parties: you don't realize we bought a bunch of booze for the party. To get ready, and we're pretty. We're. I was kind of worried that, like, do we buy enough? Yeah. Is this going to be enough to get people, everyone through? People don't to bring. Yeah, you forget that everyone brings something, and so we ended up with more alcohol. It was a net, net positive. Net positive made a profit. A net gain. Yeah. So I, we, we had more booze at our apartment than we than we started out. I with. was going to town on the dumplings until I realized they're from Trader Joe's. They weren't even home. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cheated a little bit on those dumplings. But, we had all kinds of hors d'oeuvres. Uh, we put on holiday music. It's so easy to put on holiday music now because yeah. you just go on YouTube and you like on your TV. Sp- and you put in holiday music, and then a fire pops up. So it looks like you have a fireplace, oh, too. Yeah. And I was, uh, you know, Blue Shirt was in. I was trying to talk shop with them because I noticed those lo- the old Lost in America jokers still are listed on Spotify. Oh, these other fake Lost in the America fake people podcast. from uh, about a year ago? Yeah. And Blue, Blue was like, don't talk. Let's not talk business today. Don't let's talk- enjoy. We got families here. Exactly. Talk to me on Monday. He's, he's hard at work on it, though. He doesn't want to do business in front of families. Yeah. He's, well, his son's there. He doesn't want to he doesn't see that side of him. Yeah, he's real exactly. Sharp. I was going to say, his, especially yeah. his business, which gets yeah. a little dirty yeah, at times, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. So, and then you speak, you know, you said Joe Schaefer brought his girlfriend. Yes. Who, you know, earlier Joe Schaefer said, had Adia. Men- yeah. That's her name. Lovely lady. Shout out to Adia. <laughs> but she, he mentioned she was Swedish. Yeah. That's what he said to, to you, right? And Yeah. You want she- me to tell? We have two. Do you want to tell my story first? Or yeah, you- sure. Okay. So my story is the first time I met her, he said, my girlfriend's Swedish. And he was very, he was real. Oh, you brag. When your girlfriend's oh, Swedish, yeah, it's course. a big bragathon. Yes. Brag, brag, brag. Sweet. Oh, she's Swedish. Oh. And he shoehorns it into every conversation, you know? You're like, oh, um, Christmas is coming up. Oh, yeah. You know that Santa is from uh, the North Pole, which is near Sweden, which is my girlfriend's Swedish. So that's yeah. how I know that. <laughs> so every time he's always, oh, you guys, is there a, you joined a gym. Does that gym have a sauna? Because when I was when I go to Sweden, we're gonna You're going to Ikea. Oh, my. <laughs> everything. Meatballs all over the place. So then I finally meet her. At the Lantern Comedy Club, and I said, and she speaks hello. That's her accent. <laughs> oh, and she has this thick British accent. I said to her, I was like, wow, how'd you get a British accent? You're um, uh, being from Sweden. How do you have such right. a British accent? And I was like, did you live there? And she goes, well, I'm from there. I was like, what? And she goes, I'm from England. I'm British. And I went, oh, I want to be polite. I don't want to blow up Joe Schaefer's spot. So I'm like, oh, okay. But in my head, I'm like, I don't think Joe knows where his girlfriend's from. <laughs> so already, it's confusing off the bat. Yeah, and then it's even more confusing because she's black. Now, <laughs> now this I say this to be because when you because when you brag that you're f- from Sweden, 
Yeah, well, she doesn't Sweden. brag. She no, doesn't brag. He, he brags. brags when, she's from Sweden. The reason, the only reason I can say he's doing that is because we have the stereotypical blonde, like bombshell Swedish girl. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hearing when you're <laughs> saying Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. So it's very confusing. Let's say she is beautiful. Let's just stop. You're not saying she's not beautiful. No, no, of course not. Of course not. I'm yeah. saying, but were you? Like, why is he not saying these these details? I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Can I ask you a question? Because England is. Do you think me, it's, it's his responsibility? <laughs> because he knows that the image in Kaplan's head is that she's a white blonde girl. Yeah. So is it his responsibility to say she's black? <laughs> well, if <you're> so, <laughs> my if girlfriend's Swedish and she's black, if is she's, that his? Is it? It's the onus on him. Well, she's not Swedish though. That's why I'm. <laughs> but if she well, was Swedish, no. Well, no, because I'd be like, I feel like the. It's you have a stereotype in your head, so the only reason I'm saying Swedish is to to play on that stereotype. Yes, and then I'm it, throwing a whole curveball here. Well, wait, let me catch up a little bit because <laughs> I didn't finish. So what I found out later is she was kind of playing with me because she is from England, but she moved to Sweden when she was 11. Okay, that's not Swedish though. But she's not Swedish; she's British. That's like. But then I found out last night she was at the comic club, and uh, she told me she had three passports. <laughs> and I had this just become a whole pot about uh, Adi uh, Schaefer's girlfriend. But she told me she had three passports. I was like, "What's your third one?" She's like, uh, "United States." So she's American. And then I was Rolls. like, "How do you have a U.S. passport?" She goes, "My dad's from New Jersey." Oh my god! And I was god. like, "You're not dressed." Oh my or god! So Joe Schaefer's girlfriend's from New Jersey. But she did do a great job by her dad because he did the thing that I wanted doing my kids where he moved to england yes to get the british accent yes 11 she moved to oh wait she moved from england to sweden at 11 so yeah. she was like her, okay, so i don't know they were on the move yeah we have to have her on the podcast we might have to get her on the pod <laughs> to straighten this up anyway uh that was so then the party the rest of the party was great yeah i, I uh, had people say we started at two in the afternoon people stayed till seven eight it was it was a blast i was at saturday live night before to like five in the morning i rallied for the pod i I, did. I, I, I i took a giant thing of iced coffee to drive home at like uh oh yeah uh, yeah so, so. <laughs> all right should we get to our awards I think this time the, the numbers. Randy's giving us a thumbs up. Randy Lee says Randy they're ready. Lee says they're ready. The um, accounting firm, uh, whatever Get Cohen and whoever Cohen they, and Strauss, they and, counted it all and up. Bring them in, guys. Bring the briefcase in. Bring the briefcase in. Here it comes. Thank you very much, Randy Lee. We will see you in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, you guys off here. You got a plan now. You guys can hang out. All right, our first one up. Oh, it's the Alt Middle Award. All right, our our Alt Middle Guest of the Year. The nominations are Jeremy Carrigan, playwright. Playwright. I thought, we were, I thought I was waiting for a clip. I thought Randy Lee was just going to play no a clip clips. of him. This is a podcast. <laughs> Who's going to play the clip? So he's Jeremy Carrigan. We should go over his credentials. Yeah, go for it. He's uh, a libertarian. Yes. As he's um, from- Outspoken he, libertarian. Outspoken libertarian. He, he worked in Gary Johnson's campaign. He got he's us a, Gary Johnson on our podcast. He was a, instrumental. He's he, a playwright. Um, the lifespan, lifespan of a fact. fact, which I saw today, is the rare play that makes money. Apparently, they profited. They profited. They announced and, it today, and he has one month left. He announced, so all the money he's making from now on, it's pure profit. It's right. just which is all metal, right? To make money. Sure, you want to make money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah. pro making money. We're pro making money. This is America, as far as I remember. As far as I re yeah. And so he's uh, fantastic. So he's our first, um, the first, and uh, he believes in the alt middle. He's a very With, pro a big he, proponent of the alt middle. He's got, you know, he's libertarian, but he's got, he's not on everything. He's not 100 percent libertarian. I think. Sure, so. sure. Second nominee is <laughs> Andrew Heaton. Andrew Heaton. Andrew Heaton. You know him. He's been on our pod a couple times, right? Or once, twice. I don't I know. Think once, but... only once. <laughs> but he has recently launched the Something's Off podcast. 
which is on the Blaze Network. Yeah. The Blaze, which is what's that guy's name who runs it? Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Not, I don't know if that's Alt Middle, but. <laughs> well, doesn't Glenn Beck hate Trump at this point? Yeah, yeah, that's Alt Middle. And yeah. so he started his own kind of network. Anyway, uh, uh, Andrew Heaton is working over there now. Andrew Heaton is also a libertarian. Yeah, he works at Reason. He used to be at Reason. He used he's to be at Reason. Now he's over at the Blaze. I don't know how. I hope he's doing well. I saw him uh, on the street one day in New York, and I, I just it wasn't 100% positive it was him, and I didn't say hi. And oh, you didn't say it hi? turned out it was him. You, oh, yeah. You got to say hi to these uh, fellow alt-middlers. <laughs> yeah. He's Give a big a fan of the alt-middle. He almost was He was thinking about making naming his podcast, his new podcast, The Alt-Middle, but yeah. he said he didn't want to get pigeonholed, so he went with something. Yeah. Well, like, that's the official answer. We all know Blue Shirt might have. Uh, Blue Shirt. Might have gotten wind of it. And hunted him down. Out, hunted him down. And, and the third, life. should we go to the third nominee? Yeah. The third nominee for Alt Middle Podcast Guest of the Year is Jimmy Schubert. Oh, Shooby Shooby Doo. Shooby Dooby. <laughs> one of the best uh, premier comedians in these United States of America. He's one of say, America's best exports. I can't believe Julius Sellers didn't get nominated. Julius Sellers, <laughs> no. Jimmy Schubert is fantastic. We saw him a few weeks ago out in um, Staten Island doing stand up comedy. He is a very alt middle set. Very alt middle set. He's got rants all over the place. Check him out online. Check he him hates out everybody when he comes to. Yes, he hates everyone. Check him out when he, he comes tenet. to your city. He's very funny. So now the winner of the 2018 alt middle podcast guest of the year is Andrew Heaton from Something's yeah. Up with Andrew Heaton on the Blaze Up Podcast Network. Andrew, you are on is on the line right now. Andrew, how you doing? Hello, thank you for having me, Turner. It's good to talk to you again. Congratulations. You are our Alt Middle Guest of the Year. Alt Middle Guest of the Year for all the great work you've thank done you. over at uh, at uh, Something's Off with Andrew Heaton recently with the Blaze Network. What do you have to say? Well, first of all, I am I am thrilled to be receiving the massive monetary prize that I assume is associated with this prestigious award. Oh. And uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think that uh, the the first person that uh, won that award was Sir Ali Guinness. I think. Sure. So I, I think it'd be a really good company. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I I uh, you know what? I honestly I really appreciate it. I uh, you know the so I've been on your podcast, Turner. You've been on, on my podcast, and. Uh, the, the, the thing I'm doing on my podcast is, uh, I mean, first of all, being funny and thoughtful, which is something you're doing as well. Uh, but the, the thing that I'm kind of striving to do on mine is just remind people that good and intelligent people can disagree on matters of substance. And I think that that is a, uh, a point worth reiterating in our culture right now. And the other thing I'm doing is I, I don't really believe this idea that everybody's either a liberal or a conservative. I think that that's a really ham-fisted, obtuse way of looking at American politics, and I, I don't think it's very useful. And so I'm bringing on all these really cool guests, one of our mutual friends, Dr. Andrea Jones-Roy, and kind of picking that apart going, what's a better way of looking, about, uh, looking at this? What's a better way of thinking about this? Yeah, and it's so much fun doing your podcast. I've done it twice now, had a blast both times. Last time we did it, the day um, Cohen... Or was it the day after Cohen, Michael Cohen got sentenced? I think it was the, it was the day after Cohen got sent to the clink. Yeah, Kaplan, <laughs> what are you like? I'll, I'll tell you my observation on that. My number one like shout out to Michael Cohen was uh, that he brought his limping daughter for, to sentencing <laughs> yeah. to try to get a sentence reduced. Yep. Always smart. If you have a limping daughter, you, you bring her. If you don't, you make her limp. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you like, like yeah, like she was she was gonna she was gonna go and he just kicked her. He's like, here's a crutch. Yeah, you know, it, the biggest you gotta get the, dad off. The big winner was my wife. 
Why? Because yeah. her or my wife, because her parents live in the same retirement community as Cohen's parents. Oh, yeah. So now, oh, like, wow. no matter what my wife does the rest of her life, she like, there's no like, because it's a big thing with these Jewish parents you're running. You got to ask, say what your kids are doing. It's a big like, what their job is. Oh yeah. So no matter what <laughs> she does, she could lose her job. She could anything. If they run into Cohen's parents, there's she's, no there's no one upping. Nope. Yeah, she's your not kid. as bad as the Cohen boy. Yeah, the Cohen boy. <laughs> He's brought shame to the retirement community here in Boca. So it was. Uh, that's my. Oh memory. man, that could that could thwart their ability to run for mayor of the retirement community. Yeah. Uh, oh Turner, yeah. Turner, my my Apple. mom called me uh, to to compliment the episode you were on specifically. She thought it was really funny. Oh great! And guess what else? I'll return it. This is how I know Andrew Heaton's famous now. My mom called me and was like, "Are you? Did you do Andrew Heaton's podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "I just wow. heard him on the radio. Wow, he's fantastic." Wow. Your mom knows other podcasts besides ours. She didn't know. She, I think I had mentioned that I was doing his podcast. She didn't hear the podcast though. Right. She heard Heaton was on the radio. Heaton, man, good work. Uh, I, I believe I have arrived. Uh, I should be getting laid more uh, based on this. Hundred uh, percent. I should, I should apparently be leveraging this. How are the women down in Dallas? Oh yeah, the new home <laughs> of Dallas, I, Texas. Can I, can I just say how much I love Texan women? Sure. Like, sure. I, very um, alt middle. I don't want to. Uh, no, this isn't. It's not going where you think it's going to go. Uh, I, it's, it's, I'm going to keep it wholesome, but I will say that there is a difference in that, um, I, you know, I've lived on the East coast for a few years and when, when most ladies I find on the East coast, when they get irritated, it's something you said that they'll, they'll kind of like, Hey, that thing you said offended me. And that's inappropriate because it's, it's further, uh, emphasizing this role of victim and they'll kind of do a speech. Texas women are just like, you say that again, I'm going to hit you with my car. Yeah. I, do not put up with that. I keep a gun in my purse. You do not talk that way to me. I will shoot you. And I'm like, oh my God, bear my children, you wonderful, empowered woman. Uh, yes. You know how people always say, like, we have to remember when you're driving a car, you're driving a deadly weapon. Like in Texas, they make that, yeah. fo- you're fully aware of that. Like, yeah. I will kill you oh, with yeah, my car. Oh, yeah, they're putting, like, or gun. Yeah, they're putting yeah. knives and stuff on the front of the car just to, uh, you know, Drive the point home. That's great. Uh, yeah, they're, they're terrific. And Kaplan and I are going to be there in early January. I'm doing shows at late Heaton's, January. Heaton's doing the shows with me in late January, and Kaplan has yeah. to be there on um, secret top secret business. So he's yeah, going to be might, hanging out we, too. We might stop by. So the three of us Whoa, are going to have a blast. Wait. Top secret business. Yeah, it's for uh, his uh, uh, <laughs> the company he works for, Mr. Robert De Niro, yeah. is sending him down there. Sending, oh wow! Hopefully, sending me okay, down there some nice. top secret business. We can yeah, I am. Uh, tell you, but then we have to kill I, you I, on here. So, so, well, then I'll add myself, if you need drinking buddies, on top of everything else, I will, of course, avail myself. Uh, yeah, because, Tur- Turner, you're going to come on my podcast in studio, which will be a lot of fun. That will and, be fun. Uh, Kaplan, I, if you're going to be down there, I ought to get you on as well. All right. Do I have to come with him? or? All right. <laughs> well, uh, I, well <laughs> you know, I've got to do, do content every day, so I'll probably split you up. That way I get, I get more bang for my buck. Well, you there do a you podcast go. every day? <laughs> every single yeah, day? it's daily. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a I, pro. Uh, I've been we... losing sleep. That's the thing. Actually, I got to do a lot of reading. A lot of reading. Oh, my God. You're not envy you. He's a real professional, Kaplan. Yeah, once a week, he really wears me out. He really <laughs> drains me. I'm like, I can't, I can't be creative for like two days after this. I'm like, I can't write. I can't do anything. So speaking of it, it's called uh, Something's Off with Andrew Heaton. People can get it. Uh, what's the easiest way to get it? Just iTunes or wherever they get podcasts? Yeah, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Google Play. Uh, if you Google search something's off with Andrew Heaton, you'll you'll hit it. I don't think there's a lot on there, but yeah, show up. Uh, you know, I I I suspect that we probably have a lot a lot of overlap in our audiences, and that yep. the, the the people that are coming over, 
uh, tend to be very thoughtful, and they tend to like hearing different perspectives, uh, and, and they don't mind if there's disagreement as long as it's not terrible character attacks. And, uh, uh, and so if, if you have uh, listeners like that, and I suspect you do, of, of smart people that like hearing different perspectives and laughing, then uh, come on and listen to the podcast. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew Heaton. Congratulations one more time on being our alt-middle guest of the year. Enjoy your trophy. Enjoy your winnings. And I do not know if our audience is smart, but they'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thank you for buttoning them up a little bit. Go listen to this podcast. I am going straight to the casino to uh, get a a bunch of escorts to celebrate this great win. Thank (laughs) you, guys. Oh, boy. We're paying you in Bitcoin, so I don't know. (laughs) See how that goes. I'll I'll take it. All right. All right. Enjoy Texas. All right, thank you to Andrew Heaton. Next award. Oh, this is a big one, Cap. What is it? I the mean, 2018 I'm... Pod Bump Award. Whoa. This is for what we talked about earlier. It's for the guest who got the biggest bump off this podcast. It's really an award for them that's really for us. Yeah. Next year it'll be Glenn Beck. We already know because of his, his uh, Andrew Heaton bump we're giving him right now. Exactly, but... <laughs> right? But this is for, uh, yeah, what are, this is to show people how how – how much we've done for the world. You come on this pod, you get an award, right? You get you get to the next level in your career. Yeah, no, you don't say we get an award just for getting on the pod because that's very participation. True, You've got to be good at this pod. You've got to kill. You've got to kill. And guess who killed? Just giving out trophies to everybody. And guess who killed the first nominee for 2018 Pod Bump of the Year is... Gary Johnson. Oh, yes. Gary Johnson, United yeah. States Senate candidate from New Mexico, former presidential candidate 2016. He came on the podcast. If you haven't heard that, go listen to that one right now. Yeah, he was at 8% in the polls that came on the podcast. And then one day later, what did he jump to? 16%. He doubled his polling. If you don't believe us, look it up. Yeah, now if he would have won, he probably would have won the Alt Middle Award. He didn't He didn't. But, he didn't win. He didn't, we don't give that to, yeah. Listen, we can't. We're not miracle workers yeah. over here, <laughs> but we can double your percentage. Your yeah, you come to us at twenty six percent in the polls. We're we're putting you over the fifty mark. You're, you're leaving at fifty two. Yep, that's yep. a pod guarantee. One hundred percent guarantee. So listen to that, Beto and others for two thousand twenty. So that's Gary Johnson, second nominee for the two thousand eighteen Pod Bump of the Year goes to. Comedian Ronnie Chang. We did a lot for this guy. Ronnie Chang. Oh, my God. We made him a movie star. <laughs> Ronnie a crazy Chang. rich Asian. He came in. He was a lowly. Uh, Daily show. Daily show correspondent. He was doing stand-up comedy gigs all around New York City. He came on this podcast twice because he wanted two bumps. Double bump. And what happened when he left? He was in the biggest movie of 2018, Crazy Rich Asians. He had a major role in it. Yeah, he was one of the best characters. Sold out theaters throughout the United States of America. Within one week of the movie coming out, they got they got paid, baby. They're doing a second. Well, they're doing a uh, what do you call them? A, 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 a sequel. Yeah, exactly. And and just to, for comparison's sake. That movie uh, that Kevin Spacey was in this year made like a hundred bucks, and he did not come on the podcast. So. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he probably should have. Yeah, so. and Louis C.K. If he wants, you know, his movie didn't even make it into theaters. It didn't even make if it. He would have come on the podcast, you know. And that's the only thing different between all three of them <laughs> is that Ronnie did the podcast, and the other two did not. So, uh, so Ronnie, congratulations for your nomination. Nomination, yeah, you didn't get a win yet. Let's and see. the third nominee for Pod Bump of the Year goes to. Comedian Esther Steinberg. Well, Esther. One of our favorite recurring guests. One of our, oh, she's More controversial. very controversial. She splits the audience. Half of our audience loves her. Half of her never wants to, never, right. never wants to hear from you her. You hear again. that? Uh, advertisers, we have 50% Jewish audience. So. <laughs> exactly. A lot of money in this audience. Audrey, I mean, uh, sorry, Esther, when she did the podcast, she was a stand up comedian in New York City. She still is. 
Well, no, now, now she's, she's in, in Los, Los Angeles. First of all, she bumped to L.A. She bumped to L.A., which is a bump. It's a bump. And then guess what happened on, November, on December 5th of this year? She debuted, premiered, what do you call it, had a role in episode six of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, a very hot show. Very hot show. Everyone's talking about it. I've got to start watching it so I can pretend I was watching it from the beginning. We watched her episode last night. Yay and I have watched all the way up to episode six. She's fantastic in it. She has a, a speaking role. She has a, a very prominent role in that episode. I won't give away what it is. Don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen it. I don't even know what it's about. I won't spoil <laughs> it, but let's just say she's fantastic in it. That's 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 all because of us. So they probably to- heard that Morocco rant. They probably did. They said- that would be if you're real. I'm telling actors out there, like that's what you want to put in your reel. Your Morocco rant. When you can rant about a country for for half hour, thirty five right? minutes <laughs> going that you went to for like three days. <laughs> Just so, talent. Let's get to the winner. All right, the winner of the two thousand eighteen Pod Bump of the Year goes to comedian Esther Steinberg. Esther's on the line with us right now from Los Angeles, California. Esther, how you doing? Congratulations on winning the Pod Bump of the Year award. Thank you so much. It's been such a journey, and I really have you guys to thank. A hundred percent. I know we have so many people who couldn't have had, couldn't have done anything without us. Yeah, there's so many people who could have been, could have had careers if they just would have come on this podcast. But you think about yeah. you've taught them a lesson. The thing about this show is we make some careers and we really break. We've some broken careers. a lot of careers, yeah, 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 a lot but, of dreams. Of course. Yours specifically, I don't. It didn't have anything to do. I, I mean, your talent probably had something to do with it. But uh, besides that, and we did, I watched the episode yesterday. It was fantastic. What did you think? Was I natural? You were great. I was okay. I 100%- did I feel 1950s? You did. And I, I, yeah, the costumes were great. And then I 100% believe that you would be at a camp in the Catskills <laughs> in the 1950s. I can see it. Hell yes. Yes. We did it. We nailed it. 100%. Yay was also very excited. We watched it together. And Yay knows 1950s Catskills, so. She does. Yeah, he's an expert on the cat skills in the 1950s. And then right after we watched your episode, yeah, is watching like the the Good Wife from like 2005 yeah. right now, and she's watching season one. And she puts it on, and one of the extras is this old lady that we know at church. So it's like back oh to back people we know from shows. Yeah, is freaking the, out. Yeah, I'm like, this she, is life in America. Yeah, that one was on our podcast in 2004, and she got made that part now. <laughs> so where did you record that? Because you were in New. Uh, it was in upstate New York, but only an hour outside in New York, or a couple hours. But what's funny is, I have a good story, anecdote alert. We like anecdotes. Play the music. That's why you're a great <laughs> guest. <laughs> so, we are in the Catskill, fake Catskills, but it's like a real cute, adorable campground, and it really took them, we met in the Upper West Side, and there was just a bus with just some crew and some actors depending on what your call time is they just had buses leaving with like extras or main people whatever on the bus ride back i guess the extras still had to be there for some stuff and the only people that were allowed to leave and it was like midnight because i mean that's how long it takes to shoot shit it's like you start at eight and you leave at midnight um so on the drive back it was me um the guy in the short shorts yes the lifeguard guy oh yeah pretty much a couple the other people in my scene and then um and then it was tony shalhoub guy in the front seat oh wow and this is like an hour and a half drive from 
wherever the hell to Manhattan. And Tony Shalhoub is in the front seat, and he is moaning and groaning <laughs> because they just filmed his scene where he does the calisthenics in his romper. Yes. And so I guess that really upset his body because for an hour and a half, he was like, oh, oh, is it that excruciating? You're still in character. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, he's in character. You're like, shut it down, monk. (laughs) We've heard enough out of you. It was amazing. I thought and that was was amazing. Because I wanted to talk to him, you know, I wanted to be like, oh, hey. But then he, like, clearly could not even handle his own body pain. Maybe and I was like, there you go. There yeah. you go. There Being you. an that's actor. How, that's how he gets out of talking to people. He's like, I'll just stay in character, just moaning and groaning. Did he really do that much <laughs> exercise? I mean, it's like a 10-second scene of him jumping into the water. I know. <laughs> I, look, I wasn't there, and I'm certainly not his age. But apparently it was brutal, according to his moans and grunts. But I think also they're doing 100 shots. Why? Oh, that, you know. Probably true. Well, that explains it. Because I know, remember that, that day you were going to do my show in Brooklyn. And, but you were like, oh, it's going to be late. And then, uh, and then it ended up taking until midnight. But for some reason, I thought you were like down the street or like a few, like a couple neighborhoods away. I didn't realize you were an hour and a half away in the Catskills. Yay! So I was going to do the podcast, but luckily, not luckily, but unfortunately I had to postpone that podcast recording, which... Yeah, and then I did your show at the um, the Kibitz Room in Hollywood. Wait, I can't picture Turner so, in the I'm Kibitz so Room. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I know, you weren't oh, there. <laughs> How's it her show? She's not there. How are my reviews, though? I heard you were incredible, but how are your reviews? What did you think of the Kibitz Room? I loved it. It was so much fun. We ate dinner there before because I, I wanted to get the full experience. He didn't get the Ruggala. I must have told him 17 times, get the Ruggala. Kenner's is the best Ruggala in L.A. Kaplan Did, told me to get the Ruggala, but I forgot You got a arugula salad or something. Yeah. I think I got arugula salad <laughs> and a matzo ball soup. But the matzo ball soup, I was like, I'm just getting it. I don't even know if this is good or not. Yeah, and when you left, you were like, ugh, oi. Yeah. Oi. I, I sounded I like a monk. That. All of a sudden, you're making self-deprecating <laughs> jokes, and just like just hadn't affected me that much at all. So important that you got the rugula. Yeah, so I got to come back so I can get the rugula next yeah, time. Yeah, next time it's really good. So what's but, going on in Hollywood? Was there, was there was there a fight? Was, did anything crazy happen? It wasn't too crazy. I think I went on. I might have gone on last or like second to last though. So I felt good. That made me feel like the big closer. Big, big New York star coming in, <laughs> going on close. Yeah, move over Hollywood. We have a headliner from uh, lost, all the way from China. Exactly. Yeah, New York. The Lost uh, America podcast. It was fun though. I did bring some friends, a couple friends, and then also some people that I had met in Japan when I was touring there like two years ago. Who now live in LA? Saw me posted on Facebook and came to the show. Look at that. Oh, yeah. International celebrity. Yeah. Now that is now that is a good guest. I wasn't there, but that's a really nice that's a nice thing to do that when you do someone's show to promote it. Yeah, and I know. Isn't it weird not everyone does that? But not Yeah, like that my show in Brooklyn. Like half the time people do, half the people do, half the people don't, but Yeah, I mean it's also like the people that do do they have a following? Are people going to come see them? And people that don't sometimes have reasons, like they just don't want like a giant mob of fans, you know. Oh, that's true. Places. But 
We're not booking I, like Kevin Hart on our uh, coffee shop show in Brooklyn. Or whatever. Right. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But I mean, Please. you you could be on the next season of the, this TV show because I mean, look at you're bringing people out. Well, this pretty, is a, this brings up a good point. Turner, Esther, we think if you do one more of our podcast next year, then you're going to be hosting the Oscars pretty soon. Oh yeah, that's it. I hope so, and I think yeah, I think that the more times I do this podcast, the more. Credits I'll get. It's a pure correlation. Sure. Yeah. Start 100%. scrubbing your Twitter now. <laughs> yeah. When you do this after this pod bump, you're going to be big star. I'm going to get my Twitter. <laughs> I'm also going to be on Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, cool. Adam Ruins Everything. Cool. When? Uh, I don't know when that airs. Okay. Great. Well, we'll watch out for Just that. Just watch everyone. <laughs> watch every episode waiting. <laughs> we were very excited. We did so watch what, all of them. Did, did you enjoy LA or did you hate it? No, I loved it, but I'm from Northern California. Um, but, so, and I have a friend I stay with whenever I go. I'll probably be back in January or February, but um, the one bummer was it was during the fires. So it was really smoky. Uh, but it was even- And it's not, you can't go partying during the fires, really. Yeah. It seems like a. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, one more time, congratulations. And um, thank we, you. we will look for you on Adam Ruins Everything. And then what's your, how, how else do we find you? On Instagram, Esther.Steinberg, and that's Esther without the letter H. And then on Twitter, it's Esther K-A-Y. Esther K-A-Y and Esther.Steinberg. All right, and we should also you. congratulate. And you knew you get engaged? Oh, yeah. Which also, I, I think it's also the pod bump. We didn't even mention that. Yeah, the pod bump. Really, that's the real pod bump. We got you engaged. <laughs> and I'm about to go on a trip to Mexico with him and all of his family. Oh, oh you're, no. you know where your first stop is when you get back. Morocco part two. Come. <laughs> come. We're in the studio. And there will be diarrhea. <laughs> Very exciting. That's the name of the podcast episode you'll be on. Early reviews are in, and there will be diarrhea. We're in Mexico. Like there will be blood, but instead of blood, it's diarrhea and blood. And blood. There will be blood too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm very excited for this podcast. There will be blood too. Just to Mexico. All right. Teaser right. for 2019, everybody. Best of luck in Mexico. Thank you. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. Congratulations, Esther. Thank you for coming on. They enjoy your award. Take it all around Hollywood. Take to all the hot night spots, the Roxy, the Viper yeah, Room. Yeah. So that's it. So all right, now we will get to the big one. Yeah, the one, the main event. This is the main event, this everybody. Is the one that pays this the is. Bills. Oh, and we're gonna skip the hero of the year. I know we mentioned it earlier, but nobody really cares. Let's get to our final <laughs> award. We'll, we'll end that actually. We'll end that. That's yeah. a great idea. That'll be exclusive on ends. Final award. Yes. Sponsor of the year. Sponsor of the year. Let's just say we've had so many great sponsors. I mean, I can't year. remember them all this. We years. wouldn't have get, gone through without all of them. Uh, we had uh, Amazon, Maybe. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Everything he's doing for New York City. Everything he's doing for us. Everything man. he's doing for us. Keeping the lights on. We made a t- we made a truckload of money. <laughs> <laughs> we've had him. We had Studio. Studio headphones. Studio headphones. Fantastic headphones. We're going to get to them in a few minutes with uh, their full. Um, uh, 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 read, ad read, what do you call it? Live read. Yeah, we had a Hello Chinese earlier in the year. Studios all the way from Sweden, first of all. So oh, yeah. we're all over the year. And then we had Hello Chinese, the Le- Chinese language learning app from Shanghai, China. Yeah, we had them. We, we, we you know, we had. They taught Teddy Chinese, so they did teach Teddy <laughs> Chinese. He's he's fluent now. Yeah, we had Ents from right here in the In Studios. They pr- they keep the lights on here quite literally every week. They give us the studio. Yeah, it's flickering a little right now, but it is on. And of course, we had Laugh Pass. 
Yeah. Lab Pass from Stand Up New York Comic Club, which joined us very recently, and they're going to be a big sponsor going into 2019. But you guys, the 2019, this is like our best best actor, best uh, best picture award. The 2019. Yeah, this is where you stay up late for the. Uh, so you got to hear this. 2019 sponsor. <laughs> 18. 2018, <laughs> Lost in America, sponsor of the year, goes to Envelope, please. Ants is an app. You can get in the app store wherever you find apps. Ants is an app. Ikram, come on in get and out. accept He doesn't even award. know. Drag him in here. Come on, Randy. Get him in here. Ikram, how you doing? Come over here, grab a microphone. Congratulations, you are sponsor, into sponsor of the year. Thank you. How big? Hold <laughs> the mic up. Hold the mic up. Close feels to great. Mouth. It feels great. There you go. Welcome. First of many awards. I have to say, I've watched you, you know, come in here for the past year, every year, and <laughs> I haven't. Sorry, every day, every week, or every or day. So, and I haven't seen a more disciplined crew. Yes, so, we are. I, I know. Two, I know. Two thousand nineteen is going to be the biggest year for y'all. And we would love to be the sponsor again, main Let's sponsor. If sign the, we want to paperwork. We want to get this done on the air, if possible. <laughs> Let's do it on the air. Yeah, so. under pressure. <laughs> Let's ink it. Yeah, we, so yeah, we're thank in. you for supporting us. Very, yeah, very, we almost lost. We almost lost the support. Yeah, we, a few you almost ago, lost it in the middle of it. We, we brought it. We back. did, but Kaplan, <laughs> I, yeah, brought us back. He went out one. Kaplan got me one. hammered. One. Yeah, <laughs> signed a billion year contract. Signed you a billion year. You got us a Bobby Bonilla contract. Wow. Brought us straight through. So what are you? And you have some. By the way, quick shout out to Jennifer Miles Peak. Yeah. Thank you for being the most prolific NC user, thanks to Lost in America. Yeah, is, shout out Is to she you. the most prolific? Oh, uh, one of them, yeah. Oh, definitely. Wow. I don't think it's a stretch to say that her inting so much has bought us like a few months oh, of yeah. time well, in yeah, the studio. We're, we're verging on 2020, thanks to you, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's keeping the lights on, folks. Keeping the lights on, Ginger Miles Speak. And what do you have? You have an album coming out? Oh, yeah. Because you're also a musician. We don't talk about it much on the pod, but yeah, you have... You're not only this crazy businessman, but you're also a musician. Ikram and yeah, I'm actually, groove. We're going to probably be shifting more from Ents into music. Great. 2019. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Ikram and the Immigrant Groove, new band in town. Our first release is a Christmas album called We Wish You a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Great <laughs> title. <laughs> Very original title. Well, you know, I heard that Spotify is shifting its algorithms. So uh, it's you're no longer hot shit uh, unless Lots of people are playing your music or searching for it. Back in the day, you know someone, they put it on a playlist, you become popular. Now you got to have like SEO with Spotify. So yeah. I did some research, and uh, between Feliz Navidad and We Wish You a Merry Christmas, those are the top searched for Christmas songs. <laughs> wow, so calculated. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, so no look one... out look out for it. It's coming out Christmas Eve. Our whole, our, a lot of people give me, giving me shit for launching a Christmas album on Christmas Eve, but what do y'all think? I think that's a good idea. That's the best time to launch it. I'm look, the perfect person. That's when people this. are on Spotify <laughs> looking, looking for, for Christ- songs to play. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you don't want to hear the same old crap. And you want to be hear. original. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this is a new version. This, this is, is a new Christmas album. It it's wouldn't five make songs. sense if this was 15 years ago and you're like, you're putting the album in Tower Records on Christmas Eve because no one's going shopping for Christmas albums. No, no, no. But this if is it's like going you're straight there to Spotify. Searching. Yeah, you're looking for a new thing People to play. People are having their parties, their house parties, yeah, and they're like, we playlist, need something. They, so it's yeah. perfect. So and put it on. Do me a favor. songs in by mistake even. Yeah, exactly. We would. Ikram and the Immigrant Groove would really appreciate it. Turner, you'll be playing a little sample of Jingle Bells. I'll set you We will. Should we put it in right here? Yeah, let's put it in. Okay.
that was great. We loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Featuring Marlon Saunders, uh, Stevie out. Wonder's choir director. Uh, yes. He's the, he's the lead on that. Uh, is Mamadouk on this? Mamadou is on it. Mamadou Ba playing bass. And we're, he's from uh, Senegal. From I know, Senegal. but the band. Um, um, oh, from a uh, former musical director for Harry Belafonte. Our, our idea was to put together a, uh, an African version of Christmas music. That's great. So for all y'all that Af- <laughs> are uh, into, into these beats. I'm going to tell my daughter, who thinks she's both African and Christian, so <laughs> she's going to love this. Yeah, I mean, just so you all know, Mariah Carey made more on her Christmas record than she did in her entire musical career. So I heard that. We heard that. And we're talking starving musicians here. And we were yeah. like, you know what? Let's put a Christmas album together. You because are starving <laughs> musicians. You are a modern found day. Found Venmo. A modern day Mariah Carey. <laughs> Can I give you one suggestion? <laughs> yeah. While we're me. talking biz, you name a song. A, 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 Oh, and it gets to the top of the list. to the top of the list. I like that. That's why it's AAPL for Apple. Is it really? Yeah, that's why he named the stock that, so it's always at the top. See? Smart business guys. I could have invented Apple. In the same wavelength. Yeah. We need to, how do we do this on a podcast? Can I, what do we have to get on Spotify? You're going to have to name it. <laughs> we got to get on we Spotify. We change first. the name of the podcast to like, to like Assholes Christmas. in America or something. That's, now we're talking for 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty much correct. <laughs> we need to, you need some help with, with algorithms. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what that means. So how do, so people just go on, so how do they get Yeah, it? go on Spotify, search for Ikram in the, <laughs> Ikram and the immigrant, <laughs> and Ikram, search for Ikram and the immigrant groove, or we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, and put the album on, and if you if you just can play it on repeat because it'll really help us out. Put it on repeat. Oh yeah, yeah. just. Oh, just and press by the play. way, for every play that we get, we donate a pair of shoes. And not only do we donate a pair of shoes, but we also donate a pair of socks to who? To, to starving people. Oh. in Africa. Wow. I'm just kidding. That's that fucking, <laughs> that's that fucking Tom's bullshit. Like, that's a lot of <laughs> shoes. That's a lot of shoes. No, 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 no. Lots, all, all, the mo- all the money goes to supporting great artists and great. <laughs> it goes to your including, pocket, including <laughs> Lost in America. It goes to lining Ikram's <laughs> pocket. Yeah. But check it out. You're gonna like. Uh, it. I believed him because Ikram, you guys, I, you heard on Thanksgiving, you were down at the. You're trying to feed the homeless. Yeah, I was. So, yeah. Can you believe? But that? I heard they didn't want your food. They didn't want the food. I don't understand that. It was yeah, some food that you What kind you of know, food was it? It's called Senegalese Wolof Wuchbara. Oh, yeah. Homeless men have, homeless <laughs> people have the, they have the palate of like Jewish parents or like, they're like, they want, maybe they'll eat Chinese food, but they're not eating. <laughs> on Christmas. On Christmas, yeah. Chris, you can bring them like a burger, pizza, chicken fingers. I don't know. It's <laughs> funny because that food is so delicious. I'm sure but... so I would eat it. What was their yeah. reaction? They're not Yelpers though. They're not into like. They were like, uh, we don't know. We don't want that. Really? Just like, like two I don't people, know what two people did that, turned it away. And then I, I was like, man, only in New York City will people turn away free food that are homeless. Do you think they were suspicious? And I, I, I'm down with it. They were, I mean, I think they're just picky. These people are used to getting truffled homeless. fries and <laughs> truffle fries. No, they might because people walk out with pomp frites and they hand them a truffle fries for the whole. I don't even get truffle fries. And I have what a are you talking about? You're not smart enough to be. I mean, these people are standing out Le Bain, all these like fancy restaurants, and they just sit oh, there. Wow. You know, here's some mushroom. Pe- Tribeca you know. Grill? Are they outside of the Tribeca, Tribeca Grill? Tribeca Grill, Shout yeah. out. Mr. Yeah, Bobby they, D over there. Yeah, they should be. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> we got, they have good fries at the Tribeca Grill, homeless people. Nice. Do we have any homeless listeners? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we should donate podcasts to the homeless. Because, you know, we give them. What does that mean? Well, yeah, how do you do that? got to give them a phone, I guess. <laughs> give them a phone like the way you two did it, where it's only loaded up with this podcast. Oh, my Lost Lord. in America. They can listen. All right. No? Ikram, thank you. Thank you. Ikram hey, spelled hey. I-Q-R-A-M, by the way, if you're trying to yeah, find it on true. Spotify. IQ. And Ikram, before you leave, I, we got you a little holiday oh, gift thank here. thank you. Look at that. Bottle, bottle of wine. Chateau 
It's 1996 year. Oh, that's a good year. The last year that we were relevant. So 96 (laughs) is a great year. Anybody I liked is relevant. I almost read that 1969, but 1996 is good. Yeah. Uh, The the guy in the uh, wine store said it's the best bottle in the in the story. So that's what he told me. Wow. I had picked out one. He said it was the second best. And I said this is the best. I was like, well, only the best for our sponsor of the year. Yeah. We'll have to to wait for Randy from Lime Beat Two, and we'll crack it open and let's do it. Drink it it in 2000. Producer Randy Lee. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ikram Kaplan. Should we get to the news? Let's play the news music. Play the music. All right, we're back, Kaplan. Ikram's out of here. Thank you to Ikram. Thank you to Esther. Thank you to Andrew Heaton. Congratulations to all of them. Congratulations to all the nominees. Kaplan. Studio. Is our last sponsor of the day. Studio is back. Studio are fantastic headphones straight from Sweden. I've been wearing them. I'm wearing them right now. I can hear. I've never done this on the podcast. I'm wearing headphones. You're right. You are wearing your studio headphones. I can hear what you're saying. I can hear what I'm. This is great. It's a whole new podcast. So they have wireless headphones. You have like their kind of their ones that for like being in a studio. Yeah. Studio, studio. Studio, studios. But we have some cool wireless ones though. Well, they have the some really cool wireless ones. The, one I want, the ones I want to talk about today are the Studio Vasabla. Vasabla. Features cutting-edge Bluetooth 4.1 technology with multi-pairing capabilities. Vasabla has eight hours of unlimited playtime, so you don't have to plug it in wireless, but you can, you can keep it in your head for eight hours and up to ten days standby. That means you can fly to Sweden, you can fly back. For, I, I don't know if it takes <laughs> ten Sweden. days to fly to Sweden, but you can do that. <laughs> Come all Joe the way Schaefer's back. girlfriend is wearing these when she goes She's to visit her family. She's wearing them everywhere she goes. <laughs> we got to tell her. She's probably a big fan of the Vasa Blas. She also could probably tell us how to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> uh, these headphones can... And here's the thing with these headphones. They're, most headphones, most top-of-the-line headphones like these, 350 bucks, 400 bucks, mm. $1,000. $1,000. These, these ones are roughly a hundred bucks, maybe 125 but They're very reasonably priced. And if you buy them from us, if you, I'm sorry, if you buy them from them, but you use our, our checkout promo code. promo code at checkout, Lost in America, all one word, capital letters, you get 15% off any that, purchase. That's just a beautiful thing to Not hear. just the Vasa Blas, anything. <laughs> and they will, uh, for, worldwide free shipping, pretty cool. All right, I like it. So, so go buy some em. headphones, people. Get them. They be um- original. Stop. Everyone's with this like beats and no. uh, don't look like you have to dress like LeBron James. Not only that, what they're really original? cool. They look really cool, and people are going to ask you, "Ooh, what are those?" Yeah, exactly. And then you get to say, "I got them from Sweden." Bam! Look at that. You're getting girls already. Get get your French sneakers or guys. and get your yeah or whoever you're yeah, getting, getting uh, attention. Is, yes, attention. You're getting attention. Caps. We get to the news. First news story of the week. Comes to us from Bloomberg. Ooh, our next president. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg's giving us news? <laughs> yeah, he's giving us news. A fifth of China's homes are empty <laughs> currently. That's 50 million apartments. Holy crap. That's a lot. That's this is a this is a paradise for squatters. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> this is a perfect world. If you're squat there's all these people squatting around New York City. I remember hearing a story that um 
that uh, 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 Osama Siddiqui, one of our former podcasts, when he first got to New York City, he squatted. I don't know if he's if that's a public knowledge or not, <laughs> well, but he was he squatting a lot. It's like part of the cool story of coming up in the comedy world. This is why comedians should move to China. There's 50 million places where you can squat, yeah. and you don't have to pay or, rent. And I'm just comedians. Anybody who needs a job. I mean, you can get. Well, it doesn't it doesn't guarantee you a job? But well, at no, least you can get a job because I'm assuming you can tell me if I'm wrong here that most of these people who own abandoned things are pretty rich, right? Yeah, sure. So you can um, take care of their place for them. Check, you get paid to check in on the place. Ex- yeah, you know, like, like the make- weekend at Bernie's guys, <laughs> exactly. right? You're like the yeah. home. You're home sitting, house sitting. Yeah, my father-in-law's got a business down in Florida doing that because all the snowbirds people aren't home. Really? Yeah, you go in, you check in the house, you make sure, you take the garbage out, you make sure thing. And it's even do. easier because these are just uh, shells, like empty <laughs> uh, concrete slab apartments. Oh, so it's a real great. It's a Easiest job possible. Scam. And even better is that you can live in those. And I can tell you something. I lived in China for 12 years. They don't have insulation in China. There's not much different from living in an empty concrete slab and living in a furnished Chinese apartment. They're pretty much the same. Communist You're, equality. All of your couches are made out of wood. You know they have wood couches there? They don't <laughs> believe in comfort. So <laughs> so po- so like to have your posture stay good, the couch is like hard like wood. Is this just China or is this an Asian thing in general? I'm not 100% I, sure. I was on these Japanese chairs once that were like straight up. Yes. Like it was the most like, it's like, oh, these chairs are big in Japan. I was like, how would anyone sit like this? I'm like, it's great for your posture, right? It's- I think it's good for your posture. So, so you know what else is good for your posture? An abandoned Chinese apartment. <laughs> Sleep on the floor. I'm just picturing like, a, yeah, just straight vertical chairs. and It's great. Next story, Kaplan. Well, can I ask one question? Sure. Is there is this like something that has been developing in China? The like losing a part, like is some of you are aware of. Yes, I, I was. I knew that. I had a feeling this was going to happen because what happened was uh, two thousand eight, the market crashed right around the world. China got out of it pretty quick because they made it really easy. They started lending money and lending at that time to get people to buy. They had built from like two thousand five to two thousand seven. They had built just ta- like whole new cities of apartments without anyone living in them. And then they thought that all these everyone was going to move in. And then in 2008, everyone lost their money. They flipped out because there was all these empty apartments at that time. So then they, get, they made it really easy to buy secondary, second apartments. So people already owned apartments, and they started doing, instead of investing in the stock market, people would invest in yeah, real estate. What do you mean they made it easy? They just made, the government made the prices cheap? Or? No, they, uh, lending. Oh, lending cheap. Oh. Lending. They made lending. Money was cheap. So, but it somehow didn't backfire the way it did here. So, well, it's backfiring now. Oh, okay. it took a while. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. So then, um, what they did after that this is getting a little in the weeds. But they, uh, once they didn't, they couldn't fill all those. They started to put this tax on. They would took twenty percent of your salary every month, and then the, the your company would have to put twenty percent extra onto your salary. So there'd be forty percent that you could only use to buy an apartment in your city. Oh, interesting. And so that was to try to get stimulus. People. So then everyone started buying secondary apartments, but no one is actually living in them. So I think all these fifty million, a lot of them are owned, right? But just they squatter tax, we call that squatter attacks. See, so hear that Weber? We got some intelligence in that conversation. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> we got some. We got some hate mail at the party. Now back to Shaper's girlfriend. <laughs> he gave us some hate mail. We didn't get into it about the uh, our talking about the housing crisis. So next story <laughs> comes to us from Market Watch. I've never even heard of Market Watch. What is that? We're all the financial news today. It's a financial blog or something. Well, that the makes stock sense. market. Because listen to this story. Delta bans kittens and puppies <laughs> as support animals on all flights and all emotional support animals on longer haul. All it, emotional support animals on longer hauls. Is it too late to name a company hero of the year? Hero, Delta. Delta. I'm flying Delta on Saturday. I'm going straight to Hawaii. We're recording this in advance, we might say. Yeah. 
Hope Derek, I'm, I'm a big flight. fan of Delta. Maybe they bump me up when they listen to this. Yeah, I'm a big fan because the whole support animal thing, as as Jimmy Schubert exactly. put it, it's a big scam. It's a big <laughs> scam. Yeah, it's the new. Uh, you know how like the the doctors can't write people's subscriptions for pot anymore because pot's legal everywhere. So they moved on to support animals, they, <laughs> and they got donkeys and they got uh, pigs. It's like a number of pigs. Yeah, no, that is literally it. Like now, a pig would make me feel relaxed because I love pork, but it's going to stress <laughs> other people out. As far it's as a- no, I was out with the Ents crew the other night, and producer Celeste has a, has a dog, and we were we literally walked into a bar. Yeah, and she brought the dog to the bar, and it's like, oh, they let us in, and then we walk in, and I'm looking, and I see a woman sitting on a sitting at the bar, and I'm it looks like she's wearing a health inspector jacket Uh-oh. and hat, Uh-oh. and I'm like, is she off duty? It's like, no, she's writing up notes. I've never seen them actually in person. So I told Celeste she had to get the heck out of there with the dog. What happened? But, but she, she ran home. She took the dog home. But she's like, well, I do have a, it is a support animal, but the, the, the health inspectors don't care. They don't? So I was like, how'd you get a support animal? She said, oh, my doctor wrote a prescription. Yeah, they'll just so, write prescriptions. Does Dr. Bob Kaplan do that? He's a foot doctor. So that, I don't know. What, what if you're, what uh, is your foot? What if Scruff, Scruffy's got a bad wheel? <laughs> Right. Well, they're seeing eye dogs. Is there a dog if it could carry you? Yeah. I have to ask my dad. That'd be a great side business. That's a, now we're now that's a to, billion dollar. That'll idea. get sales improving the first quarter of the the old diet practice. <laughs> or it'll get his license <laughs> taken away. <laughs> yeah. One way or the other, everybody hits. But maybe if you just get a, if you can get like a prescription thing and you just scribble on it, like who's I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, because doctors don't have good handwriting anyway. Yeah. So that anyone can forge their signature. That's probably a problem with drugs, but not, now not do it with support so, animals. Yeah, now we're talking. But you can't fly Delta, so you got to go United, I guess. But yeah. if you're but if you're Asian, then you'll get karate chopped by the uh, by the people who yeah. work at. Delta. I don't know who these United. people are who want to fly with their animals. I love my dog, but it's like it just seems stressful. So you know I, what's I, interesting? I've never seen an animal on a flight. Have you? I've seen, but I've, I've never been. I've on a been flight. lucky enough to only have been next to like a dog that was like a little cute dog and not a problem. Okay, I've never been next to a snake or pig or. Cat or <laughs> that would be intense. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Emotional a pe- support snake. Yeah, but um, I'm also fat in the airport. Your flight gets delayed, and you got all these dogs, and it's like, where do they go to the bathroom? Yeah, is there like a nobody? So knows. I think I, in Atlanta we had heard there was like a they put like a million and a half dollars into like a area for them to pee, but Delta has solved that problem. Last story of the week, Kaplan. Last story of the year. Wow, this is it, folks. Comes to us from. It'll be a New great York. trivia question next year. It will be. It'll be on Jeopardy sometime soon. <laughs> Comes to us from the New York Daily News. Sesame Street to introduce first homeless Muppet. Now, here's my question. Who's the guy in the garbage can? Oscar? I always thought he was homeless. Are they saying the garbage can's his home? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty homeless. He's always been homeless, right? But maybe they're saying he's like one of those homeless, he's homeless by choice. Or is he the like cookie Roger in my neighborhood? The cookie monster. Is he homeless too? Or he no. just eats like a homeless person. No, he's not homeless. Ah, he's <laughs> and Big Bird, I mean, just Big Bird. Well, Big Bird's a bird, I guess. Big Bird lives in Brooklyn Heights. That's my neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, a poor What a subject. depressing way to it's end a, 2018. It's a depressing way. Sesame Street next year should add some fun characters, like a drunk. They should have like a like a like wino. A, ta- a town drunk. A town drunk. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that would be fun. That would be a good. A guy who just keeps repeating himself. <laughs> He's so drunk, he just keeps telling you the same story over and over again. Yeah. They should have a town like uh hat But he comic. should teach you your ABCs, and that's why like re- repetition helps. You're there you go. Right. And the reason why he keeps saying it over and over is because he's drunk. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, I don't know if kids even care about my kids never went to Sesame Street. I don't know oh, what Tyler I think, is. But... I, I remember I was. Yeah, I was you were because you had no options. I we had no options. Oh, I see. Now like Sesame Street to me is like 
woke parents who are really excited. Parents are really excited to watch Sesame Street with their kids and oh, wow. catch the references. And I don't think kids are that into it. I don't know. They're All into right. Elmo. This is my controversial take. <laughs> They're like bored. They relate to it for like a second. They're into Elmo, and but they didn't. You know what? It's a smart to get a homeless. They need some new characters. Homeless people are good characters. Okay, so we're on board. I'm on board because I, Oscar was a great character. Big Bird's lame. I'm just pretty sure Oscar was so, homeless. Yeah, he was a great character. They need yeah. good characters. That's that's my. That, I've come circled around. I understand it. Got it. Homeless people are funny. Well done, Sesame Street. That's it, Kaplan. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our listeners from 2018. It's been an amazing year, guys. There would be no you without us. There'd be no us without you. Which way am I supposed to say it? There'd be no us without you. Thank you very much, everyone who's listening to this. Thank you for telling your friends to keep listening. Thank you for spreading the good message of the Lost in America podcast. All you alt-middlers out there. All you alt-middlers out there. And please... Give us some five-star reviews. for the Last thing you do in the year. Five-star <laughs> reviews. iTunes, tell your friends. Make it a mitzvah. Did Make it. Correctly? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Cap, what should we do? 2018, let's get lost. Get lost. A happy new year. A happy new year. Let's raise a glass. Here's to you, dear. Now, I was hoping that I'd find you just to wish you a happy new year kiss me pretty kiss me pretty when that ball drops on new york city when that clock strikes i'll pull you near just to
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.